Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now Svechnikov trying to make a stick-handling play in the form. He'll get it in the slot, send it cross with the score! Oh, what a pass from Svechnikov to Nason! It's one nothing Hurricanes. He came into the game with 24 hits, did Nick Delorier. And now he's got the puck. Tries to trade and make a fancy pass out front. He does it. They'll score. Garnet Hathaway as Delorier stuck with the pass. And Hathaway jammed it past Anderson. And the Flyers take the lead with a minute 37 left here in the first. Coach Kinyemi with Svechnikov. Nason in a cross. They'll score. Bunning. Carolina wins it clean. And Michael Bunning, no hesitation. We're tied at two on the power play. Minute five already gone by on this power play. Now they'll thread the needle and a huge save by Anderson. Kicking out the flipper as he robs Tyson Forster. Oh, that's a big time save. And now a chance for Lawton going in on Anderson. And another monster save. The left leg, the first one, that's the right one. Racing in on Slade and loose puck out in front. Anderson tries to get a cross rebound. Mr. Anderson with a save. And Carolina trying to clear. Kept it at the point. Sent across from York. Now a shot drive from Atkinson. And flashing the leathers, Frederick Anderson. Fairby with a little low drive. Second chance. Hammered right on by Sealer. And Anderson got back to recover. Now a chance for Frost. He'll send it to the side of the net. Out in front. Anderson with another save. Now Bunting for Coach Kinniemi. Wrapped around. Low drive. Side of the net is Hart. Teravainen to the slot. He scores! Tavo Teravainen, his eighth of the season, has put Carolina up 3-2. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast with your host, Adam Gold. The Canes Corner Podcast is a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. And now, here's Adam. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast. I am Adam Gold. And the Carolina Hurricanes beat the Philadelphia Flyers by a 3-2 count and didn't play very well in the process. We are brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. No place like it. Sammy Hanner's crew do a great job. And uh, if you need any of uh, any improvements to the exterior of your home, I hope you will go to the Aluminum Company, as my friend Lori did. Lori's got uh, new railings, thanks to the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. And she loves them. She puts her hand on them, and she walks up and down stairs. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes she leans over the railing, all thanks to the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. All right, Rob Brindamore was not happy tonight. He did not like the way the Hurricanes played tonight. I think at the end of the day, Rod will not be as displeased with the game as he seemed after it. Here's my read on it. First of all, Rod pointed out the game in Tampa that they lost was better in terms of the way they looked than the game they played tonight. That is 100% true. And, I mean, I recognize that immediately. Going back to the game against Tampa, which is... 
uh, a week ago tomorrow. I thought Carolina was actually good in that game. They just didn't see. They just didn't see the uh, the scoring chances that they had. They just didn't see them turn into goals. But Carolina had some absolute doozies in the third period that they didn't get anything out of. I might we don't have to go back and uh, and you know litigate it all out, but. Hurricanes actually played a pretty good game in Tampa. Just lost 3-0 to a team that didn't make any mistakes, and they didn't. And Carolina was a, a little bit unlucky and a little bit unable to take advantage of the opportunities that they had. But they were there. So I actually thought the game was good, and I believe that that game led to the win over Seattle, which was a slow start. They trailed 2-0, but... The goal that Martin Natchez scored at the end of the first period against the Kraken led to them getting back in it, and they finally drew even late in the third period, and then they won it in overtime. And the San Jose game is the San Jose game. The Sharks are terrible. Hurricanes played a period of hockey and then coasted from there. And here we are against Philadelphia, and Carolina got away with not their best. It happens. It used to happen the other way. Carolina, as a matter of fact, it's a perfect thing to bring up because the Hurricanes, in Rod Brindamore's first year, I was not, we were not doing daily podcasts then. We were just doing weekly podcasts. But in Carolina's, in the first year of the Brindamore era, I used to be in the locker room after every game, which I'm not anymore. And I used to talk to Rod, not only, you know, in the press conference, but I would walk back from the press conference with the coach, toward the locker room, and we would just chat about things after the press conference. I literally did this every home game. And remember before the holiday that year, before the new year, Carolina was 15, 17, and 5, I believe. I think it was five, five overtime losses. They were two, two games under 500. And Rod did not hate the way they were playing. He actually liked the way they were playing. He just, they weren't scoring goals. And then in the second half of the year, all of a sudden Carolina got on a run, started scoring some goals. But he told me, like, I actually liked the way we were playing better in the first half of the year. Just now the puck's going in the net. And Carolina was still stingy in terms of what they were allowing. But he liked the way their game was being played at the beginning of the year better than the end of the year. But as it turned out, obviously we all know what happened. And so, especially early in the season, Rod's a process guy. He wants it to look a certain way. If it looks a certain way, he believes it will lead to wins. I believe he's right. Uh, there comes a time where you, you need a result. And, you know, a couple of, you know, few games ago, Carolina needed a result. They, they needed to win the Kraken game. You couldn't come home after that six-game road trip when you had lost, uh, what, three in a row? Three in a row? I think it was three in a row. You couldn't come home from that and and not be up. Yeah, they went. They lost in Seattle, lost in Colorado, and lost uh, in Tampa. You couldn't come home from that and not get a win. Uh, and all of a sudden, you got a four-game losing streak, and you're not winning at home either. So they got the result, but they started playing better. And that's really what led to all of it. They just started playing better. And tonight, I mean, sometimes you just credit the other team. I think Philadelphia was good. 
And Philadelphia, especially when they turned the tables in the first period, look, Carolina's first 15 minutes were really good. And I think Rod will go back and look at it, and he will agree. Hurricanes did kill off a couple of penalties in that period, but, um, or no, one, one, uh, one power play was killed off, and Carolina was awesome. I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think Philadelphia even set up on the first power play. And the Canes got the goal early, and everything was going well until Martin Natchez gave the puck away to Sean Couturier. Owen Tippett scores the goal. One nothing. We can debate all day long whether it was a good goal or not. Uh, in terms of you know what Freddie Anderson should have done, uh, I think Owen Tippett didn't get anything on it, and he kind of chunked in it. It just fluttered, and I think it uh, it just it fooled Freddie. It's the second goal that can't go ever, ever at any point. Just put your stick on the ice, Freddie. You can't you can't get beat between the pads when you're laying down on the ice and your stick is doing nothing. You can't. That's that. You can't do that. So that was a bigger problem for the Hurricanes in the last five minutes. But it kind of changed momentum. Then the second period, Carolina spent you know six minutes in the penalty box. They got their own power play, and they scored on it. Philadelphia did not score on any of their five power plays tonight. The penalty kill was the difference in the game. Carolina's penalty kill. The first couple were great. I think in their first three, Philadelphia had one shot on goal in the first three. But they had seven shots on goal combined in their last two. End of the second period and the one they had in the third period, which they peppered Anderson, but Freddie was amazing. So the go- the game was played, I think, a little bit better than Rod believes, but it certainly was not as good as some of their recent efforts. But sometimes you get away with it. And again, I said this earlier, in years past... It happened against Carolina. Flipped it. Carolina would play great, and all of a sudden the other team would have two moments of brilliance, and boom, you're losing. How many times did we see that happen? Heck, in the year like the year before Rod became the head coach, and I'll tell you the game I remember the most vividly, it was the game after Tom Dundon was announced as the new owner. Remember, they're ho- I think they're hosting Washington. They're hosting Washington. And the Hurricanes have a one-goal lead with about two minutes to go. They give up a tying goal, and then Justin Williams, rather than just defend, chases somebody behind the net who has the puck behind his own net, and it ends up uh, in a transition goal with like, I don't know, 30 seconds left? I mean, they were the better team all night long, and they lost the game. I remember so many games like that. Even in that one year, that was a Bill Peters year, but even that year, I remember so many games like that. I remember big lead against Boston at home, uh, and the Bruins scored like three goals in the second and two in the third and won it. Uh, Washington did that to Carolina repeatedly. But now Carolina's doing that to other teams. So a couple of things uh, quickly, and as always, we go through comments uh, from people, and I appreciate everybody hanging in. Um, first goal was, I think we'll just go through the goals here. The first goal for Carolina, I, I loved that fourth line, uh, that Rod sent out there again, if you want to call it a fourth line, but it was Jack Drury centering Steph Nason and Andre Svechnikov. They really earned hard work, earned that first goal. First, it starts with a Freddie Anderson save on Garnet Hathaway at one end. Uh, it goes to the other end. Uh, puck retrieval, possession, all of that. 
and uh, Andre finally gets the puck to Nason, left side of the net. Nason puts a little move on Carter Hart, opens him up, and slides it in between the pads, one nothing Carolina. I think it was just over three minutes into the game. And I thought that line for most of the first period was very good. It was arguably Carolina's best line beginning of the game. Now, not all of those players would play a lot. Nason played under 10 minutes, didn't play the last six. Uh, Martin Natchez was ultimately benched. The turnover that led to the Couturier pass to Owen Tippett for the first goal uh, was something you can't do. Uh, Natchez's game didn't really get significantly better the rest of the way, and the last six minutes he didn't play. Uh, Nason also didn't play. Drury sat as well, and Svechnikov bumped up. Svechnikov played with, I believe, Aho and Jarvis. Teravainen dropped to where Natchez was with Kokaniemi and Bunting, although, uh, yes, Perry Kokaniemi did not play a ton tonight. Michael Bunting was very good. Very, very good tonight. I can't wait till he really becomes super comfortable, and I think Carolina's going to end up with three scoring lines and the stall line because that's the way they are built. And honestly, if we're talking about a team that's going to compete for a Stanley Cup, it's kind of what you have to do. You have to have scoring lines throughout. You you need three. And in most years, Carolina's had basically two. They've been good enough, but maybe not good enough, right? So that was the first goal. Second goal, Carolina gets a power play. Michael Bunting draws it. And first unit was good. Got a couple of shots, didn't score. Second unit comes on, you know, midway through the power play, maybe a little bit on the uh, the back end of it. Uh, offensive zone faceoff to the left to Carter Hart. Uh, you sort of win the draw, but the puck is just sitting there uh, just behind Kokaniemi. Steph Nason comes in, uh, gets it, gets it over to Michael Bunting, who is all alone in the high slot, and he just rips it just inside the right post. And it's 2-2 because Flyers had scored twice at the end of the first period. That had been a problem on the West Coast on that trip, giving up late goals in the period. Actually, it was a problem for both periods, the first and the second against Tampa. Carolina, I thought, was the better team in Tampa. Played a, uh, a dynamite first period and trailed one nothing. In Colorado, played a dynamite first period. They were the better team. Had a one nothing lead. Gave up the late goal with, what, eight seconds left? And it's 1-1. It's completely deflating. And I thought the end of the first period really was tough. But Carolina came out. Jack Drury scored. But it was chalked off because the entire sequence was offside. Uh, Nason entered the zone early. Um, but Carolina had their, I think, had some pretty good moments in between killing penalties. And then in the third period, it completely went away. Philadelphia was the better team from the start of the third period until about the six-minute mark. Maybe even a little bit later. Five-minute mark. Maybe even a little later than that. Tavo Teravainen scored just, I think, just inside of four minutes to go in the game. And even then, uh, the play started in Carolina's end. Freddie had to make a bunch of good saves. Uh, and then Carolina, maybe for the entire time, the first time in the entire third period, actually showed up with a forecheck. And they kept Philadelphia in the zone. Bunting eventually gets it to Tavo Teravainen. Uh, it was hard to tell on all of the replays I saw, I'm not sure the shot didn't deflect off Travis Sanheim. 
and beat Carter Hart. But either way, Tavo Teravainen has been uh, absolutely on one, and it was good to see him get goal number eight. And Carolina, out of nowhere, ends up with a 3-2 lead. And then Philly didn't have the puck the rest of the way. The numbers don't look as bad as they are, really, in the third period because Carolina, from the time they scored the goal to the time the final horn blew, basically had the puck. Carter Hart couldn't get off the ice. They wanted to pull the goaltender with about two minutes left, but the Hurricanes had the puck, and you're just not going to kick at your goalie off the ice if you can't get possession of the puck, and Philly couldn't do it. Uh, the stall line was a big part of that. I know Jordan Martinook took a puck in the mouth. Don't know what the status is uh, on him. Atypical Carolina Hurricanes performance when you get right down to it. It really was not. It w- it was not the way Rod draws it up. You could tell after the game that he was not thrilled by it all. But the Hurricanes still come out with a win, and I think in many ways there was enough good in it where. Rod's going to judge this team based on what he sees in his brain. And uh, I think I'll bet when they watch it, he'll, he'll find enough good in it to kind of make up for the fact that it wasn't the way he draws it up. Adam Golden studio with my friend, Jeff Monsine, who used to be the owner operator of the aluminum company of North Carolina. His dad was as well. Sammy Hanna is now in charge. Let's talk about windows, or are they winders? I like to say winders because you winders, look like a winder guy. Yeah, but if you're thinking about custom-made windows, bay and bow windows, garden windows, double-hung sliders, all the windows are insulated, super energy efficient, tilt-in for cleaning. Give the aluminum company a call. One of the great salesmen will come out, give you a free no-obligation estimate. Ryan can tell you a little can bit more. Can I talk more. to one of the great salesmen? Yeah, talk to him. I have Ryan Monsine here. You know him. Do you have a favorite window? We do. My favorite's the double-hung window. Like Jeff said, it tilts in, easy to clean, and it's Energy Star rated, which means it's going to make your home a lot more airtight, a lot more energy efficient, too. Very good. I like airtight. I like energy efficient. And I like the fact that you called your dad Jeff. Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. 800-672-4348 at AluminumCompany.com. Let's see if we can't go through some questions here. Uh, and I will do the uh, look. All right. From uh, JT. Would have been nice to watch the game I paid for. Bally's app was not good. Bally's app, I think if you went to the page, you found out that the Bally's app had had some sort of a power outage or a server something, and yes. So if you watch the game on the app, as many of us do, you didn't get a chance to see it. I'll just leave it at that. It's frustrating for everybody. Hopefully Bally's will get fixed by Thursday. All right? Uh, Matt, you're welcome. We like doing this and, uh, we should, we should always like doing this. What do you think the difference really was in the game? Penalty kill or Anderson? Yes. I mean, in the third period, that's the same. There were four shots on goal in the third period power play and three shots on goal in the late second period power play. That was Anderson's best work of the night. Best work of the night was Anderson. Um, If you believe in the statistics of this nature, the Anderson expected goals against was nearly four because of the power play. And the goals against was only two. It's funny because Anderson's, I mean, if you determine that the first two goals are bad, the fact that Anderson only allowed two goals is amazing because 
I guess they were high danger chances because they were so close to the net, but they're obviously not good goals to allow. Now, Anderson really stood on his ears in the you know late second period uh, and it all th- throughout the entire third period. And then he didn't have to do anything after the Terravine and goal because Philly never recovered from that. I'm not even sure they had possession of the puck for lo- more than a couple of seconds after that, after the Terravine and goal made it 3-2. So uh, Ryan uh, is in, uh, what, Tacoma from the West Coast? Uh, with the success Canes found with an emotional support alligator in the building tonight, how soon will we see it at PNC? All right, somebody's going to have to fill me in on the emotional support alligator. I have no idea, but uh, that's fantastic. Uh, yes, I know. There's a lot of people that don't like the Bally's app. Uh, you know, I'm not apologizing for it. Um, I also watch the game on Bally's. So I'll just uh, I'll just leave it at uh, that. Uh, love Slavin, but wouldn't put it. I I don't know what uh, top five for the start. I don't know what that means. Uh, if you uh, are we are we saying bad things about Jacob Slavin? It's blasphemy, blasphemy. From Kane Stats Brand, Freddie's save percentage by period: first eight forty one. Second, 9.35. Third and overtime, 9.02. Okay, after I mean, this is overall for the course of the year after the first period. Um, I, 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 it's too early to use save percentage. I thought Anderson's first two starts this year, I thought Anderson was actually good. Maybe he allowed one bad goal. I think his team in front of him was terrible. And I thought Freddie was pretty good. In the first two games he played, then the third game he played, he took takes the puck off the mask, and he's got to come out. I guess that was against Anaheim, right? And um, Ronta comes in after that, uh, and Carolina didn't win the game. I don't. I might have the game wrong, but anyway, uh, I didn't have a problem. I thought Freddie was good in those games, so I'm not paying attention to uh, whatever Freddie Anderson's save percentage is, was, um, at the beginning of the season. I mean, I know it all evens out. And by the end of the season, I'm sure his, um, I'm sure his save percentages and all those things will look, uh, pretty good. I do not have any word on Jordan Martinook who took a puck to the mouth, I guess, uh, at the very end of the game. Um, but you know, hopefully he'll be okay. Um, he, might he need dental work? He might. I don't know. I really, uh, I have I have not received any word. If I do, I will pass it along. Um, Jarvis, Aho, and Svechnikov were reunited tonight. Do you think that line would be better suited to have Tavo on the wing and reunite SAT line? Um, they, they, could, they could do that. I would point out, we all want SAT to be a thing, but you know what SAT line has never done? They've never scored, basically. They don't. If you go back and you look at all the times Svechnikov, Al, and Teravainen have been together, it just doesn't score. So, Rod, we all want to try it. Rod wants to try it. But then Rod tries it, and it, does, it isn't effective, so he breaks it up. Um, and uh, there, to me, it's really just a goof that it hasn't worked. But would I like to see it? I would like to see it at some point. I really would. Um, but we'll see. I have no idea what their, uh, 
what they're going to do. Do you think they would trade Pesci for a center or Orloff? Uh, I don't think they'd trade either. I think they're going to ride through this season with the team that they've got. I think they are building cap space. I, I think they are more likely to acquire a center or another forward uh, during the season for futures, middle, middling prospects, depending on what they need, what they feel like they need at some point during the year. I think this the beginning of this season is a really a test run for if Jack Drury can be a center on a third scoring line. Because ultimately, Carolina's got more top nine, more top six forwards than they have spots for top six forwards. And because of all of that, I think the Hurricanes desperately need a... Um, they, well, they have to find out if Jack Jury can be a center on a scoring line. Because I think Martinook, Stahl, and Faust will ultimately be their checking line. If you want to call it a fourth line, fine. Rod's not going to treat it like a fourth line. Tonight, they all played about 17 minutes in the game. Let me get ice times here very quickly. Uh, Stahl played 17 and a half minutes. Martinook played uh, just under 16. Foss paid, played 16. They basically played like a second line. Carolina, Carolina's ice time was pretty well spread out. Uh, Ajo played 18 and a half minutes. Teravainen played uh, only just under 14 minutes. And um, I think Jarvis played 17 minutes. I don't know that Carolina's forwards were awesome tonight. Right? Um, I thought they were sporadic. Ajo was probably uh, one of their best. Uh, but again, not very threatening in any way, shape, or form. Carolina only had about uh, 10 grade-A scoring chances for the entire game. Uh, eight, actually, in all situations the entire game, and scored three goals. Carolina's expected goals uh, was only two and a half, and they scored three. So there weren't a ton, there wasn't a ton of danger tonight for uh, for Carolina. And again, only one power play might have something to do with it. Killing off five Philadelphia penalties has something to do with it as well. But if Jack Drury can demonstrate that he can play center on a scoring line, then they're inclined to keep Jack. And if they have to strengthen their team in another way, hey, it it ain't out of the realm of possibility that Carolina finds themselves uh, in need of a goalie when we get down to the second half of the year. Whether it's injury or we, I mean, it hasn't all been great. Fyodor Kachetkov has been okay. Antti Ranta, who played well against San Jose, has been, uh, right? And Freddie, first two goals tonight, certainly the second goal, can't happen. First goal, again, I'm going to give him a pass. Um, But when I said a couple of weeks or a week ago or so, what is Carolina's biggest problem? And I said goaltending. It wasn't that they were letting in a ton of bad goals, although Ranta did and Freddie did tonight. It was that they weren't getting enough big saves. Well, Freddie did that tonight. Freddie got them a bunch of big saves tonight. So maybe that'll flip it, but there's everything is on the table for what this team might need. And then again, you also don't know who gets hurt. Hey, could they go get themselves that bona fide scorer in the second half of the year? And then you have to figure out the center position. You can always move Taravainen back there. I don't think they want to, but you can always do that. So again, 
opportunity for Drury is sitting right there for him. Um, all right, let's uh, let's see if we can't go through a couple of more uh, questions before we uh, wrap this up. Uh, who would my three stars for the month of October be? Tavo Teravainen. Actually, Tavo Teravainen, Seth Jarvis, and Jacob Slavin would be my three stars of the uh, of the month. Tavo is the first star. Jarvis the second star. Slavin the third star. Slavin would almost always be the first star, and he's got a lot of points, right? He's getting all those points, uh, but he's made uncharacteristic, poor defensive decisions. As a matter of fact, we can even slide Brady Shea in for Jacob Slavin, and I don't think anybody would complain. I think Shea has been very, very, very good. It's been nearly a year, Michael says. Perhaps the Drury audition has lasted long enough. I am not going to argue against you, Michael. I kind of agree. I will say this. If Vasily Ponomarov didn't get hurt the first day of training camp, we might be watching him play instead of Drury. When he gets healthy, maybe we will be watching Vasily Ponomarov play in the middle. It's very possible. Is it likely? I don't know. But it's very possible that we will be watching Vasily Ponomarov at some point this year. Um, yes, Michael is also right. Yes, Barry Kotkaniemi has been good. He's been very good. Um, but we can only choose three, right? Uh, two best forwards have been Tara Viner and Jarvis, and um, either Shea or Slavin, who for the most part has been good, uh, but uncharacteristic poor decisions or poor play in his defensive end cost them against uh, which, which were the goals? The goal in Colorado... The uh, Frederick Olofsson goal that uh, tied the game at three after Carolina had gone ahead 3-2. And then uh, it was the game in Tampa where he just fell asleep on the second goal and let Alex Barry Boulay stay all, all alone at the side of the net to score the goal that made it 2-0. Uh, but Slavin is Slavin, so he's going to be fine. Um, all right. So, uh, with all of that said, uh, we'll do this again on Thursday night. Appreciate your time. Sorry about Bally's. It isn't my, uh, it's above my pay grade. I have nothing to do with Bally's. Um, I hope, uh, hope it all gets cleared up. So I also can watch on the Bally's app. Ridiculous. I get it. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game-changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Uh, until 
Thursday. I am Adam Gold. This has been the Canes Corner Podcast brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. On Hamlin Road in Durham, there is no place like it. Sammy Hanna's crew do a great job. So check us out or check them out. Although I feel like family, so check them out. OnlineAluminumCompany.com. Kane's Corner Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. We're here live on YouTube uh, after every Hurricanes game. And also, if you miss it, you can always just subscribe to the podcast to wherever you get your podcast. I get mine through Apple. I listen to a lot of podcasts, get them all through Apple. But some people use Spotify. Some people use Google Play. And some people use, uh, I don't know, a podcast machine. I'm not sure. But it's always there. And it's here for you. And I hope you have a good time. Hope And Hurricanes gave you a win tonight, even though they were a little uh, questionable. And that's okay. Six and four on the season. Eight straight win over Philly. And until we convene again when the Hurricanes take on and hopefully beat the Rangers, I am Adam. And you have a good night. You've been listening to the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold. The Canes Corner Podcast is a part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.